Thanks to this season's presenting sponsor, Driscoll's. Only the finest berries. Hello, young chefs, and welcome back to Mystery Recipe. I'm Molly Birnbaum, Editor-in-Chief of America's Test Kitchen Kits. And I'm Mitzi. Oven bit, Molly's right-hand gal and behind-the-scenes documentary capturer extraordinaire. That's a long title. You should see my business cards. It's more like a pamphlet. Every week we talk about the fun and fantastical side of a different kitchen ingredient. And at the end of the season, we use all those ingredients to make a mystery recipe together. So far we know it will use water, brown sugar, walnuts, oats, and crisped rice cereal. We are getting pretty close. Can you guess what it is yet? We have a great episode for you today. First off, our official ingredient guesser, Ava Lee, is back to help us figure out this week's theme. Then, Champ is getting some sun in the scoop. And finally, everyone's favorite climate change fighting butter knife is here for the sustainable solution. Also, I will go behind the scenes and show you the real gritty lives of your favorite folks from the show. I don't really think our lives are gritty, Mitzi. <laughs> Have you seen how Chad lives? No. Pretty gritty. Anyway, to the theme song! Looks good. I bet it tastes good. recipe. And we're back. Yes, we are. Which, since we're going behind the scenes this week, is actually a lie. A lie? Yeah. We record these episodes ahead of time, listeners. Molly and I don't go anywhere during the theme song. We just pause for a second and then keep talking. And then our audio editors, Matt or Chester or Eric, add the theme song after in post, as they say. Here, listen. Pretty gritty. Anyway, to the theme song. Okay. And we're back. That's true, Mitzi. Magic of podcasting. What else are we revealing in this documentary? Well, I'm not sure yet. But that's not how documentaries work, Molly. You don't plan them, you know? You gotta live in the moment. Really capture reality as it's really happening. You know? Sure do. Great. So, maybe... I don't know. Do something exciting? Mitzi. I'm sorry. You know that's not what I meant. Everything you do is exciting, Molly. I just don't know what to do now. Doesn't the universe know I'm making a documentary? Crazy cool stuff is supposed to just start happening. Well, maybe we should just do what we normally do and see how that goes. Or maybe I need to invest in some more equipment. Equipment? Why is that? Well, documentary filmmakers and podcasters have all types of things they use to capture the moment. There's a lot of fancy mics with big, fuzzy, fluffy things on the end, and notebooks, and cables that go over their shoulders like audio sailors, and giant headphones with long, twisty cords. Do you know how to use all of that, Mitzi? Oh, I don't know how to use any of it, to be honest, but I assume they'll all come with manuals and instructions on how to use them, which I definitely won't read. Anyway, if I'm going to make a behind-the-scenes mystery recipe documentary, I've got to do it right, you know? I guess so. All right, I'm going to go see what kind of equipment Chad has. 
I'll be back. Don't peel back any more layers and expose the podcasting truth of anything until I get back. All right, Molly? Deal. Well, listeners, let's head to guess the ingredient. I'm going to play three sounds, and you at home get to try and guess what ingredient will be our theme for this week. Are you ready to play? Here we go. Any guesses what ingredients these sounds all have in common? I'll let you think it over while I call up Ava Lee. Ava Lee is 11 years old and lives in Atlanta, Georgia. Hey, Ava Lee, how are you? I'm good. What about you? I'm doing pretty well. Thank you. So good to see you again. Are you ready for your first sound? Yes, I am. All right. Here it is. That sound does not give me any clues. Was it a soft sound, loud sound? Does it sound like anything? Definitely a soft sound. It is a soft sound. It's actually not a food sound, if that helps at all. This is a really tough one. Let's move on to the next sound. Okay. Now, that one sounds like somebody eating. That's right. Are they eating something wet or dry? Wet. Yeah, they are eating something wet and juicy. So we have one more sound for you. Let's hear that one. It sounds like somebody scraping toast. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's someone spreading something on toast. What kinds of things do you spread on toast? Jam, Nutella. All right, now you might have an idea of what this ingredient is, but this is a hard one. In case you haven't guessed it, listeners, I have a few hints for you. This is a type of stone fruit, which are called stone fruits because of the hard shell around their pits. These fruits are very delicate and don't last long while picked, which is why they are often sold dried, like raisins, And their outside skins can be peach to red in color, but the insides, especially when dried, are orange. So with these hints and our three sound clues, can you guess what ingredient we'll be focusing in on this week? Is it an apricot? Yes, it is an apricot or apricot. They're both right. So yes, welcome to Apricot Week. All this week, we'll be learning about the small, sweet, and tart stone fruit that is the apricot. Apricots come from the Prunus genus and are related to cherries, plums, and peaches. While you might commonly find dried apricots in the grocery store here in the U.S., fresh apricots are sweet and tart and often used in cooking or baking or to make jam. So, Avalee, now that you know what our ingredient is, are those sounds making more sense to you? The second one and the third one make sense? So what was the first one? Is that somebody cutting it? This one is actually before you even eat eat it. So like a farmer would be doing this one. Picking the apricots? Yes. It's actually like the rustling of an apricot tree and then picking it off the tree. That's what that sound was. And the second sound you got that was taking a juicy bite 
out of the fruit. And then the final sound was spreading apricot jam on toast, since jam making is a common use for this fruit. So another hard one, but again, you did an amazing job. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next week. See you. All right, Molly, I am back. And I've stocked up on all the best equipment that ATK had in their closets already. Hi, Molly. Hey, Chad. What are you doing here? Chad is my new second AD. Oh, cool. What's that? I have no idea. I thought it was a type of battery. Our media manager, Ruthie, just wanted Chad to stay with the equipment because it's literally all the most expensive microphones we have. Since Mitzi has been known to jump into the harbor and try and record interviews with dolphins, I figured it was a good idea. Okay, that was one time. One time is one too many, Mitzi. Anyway, that was great tape. Until it wasn't. (laughs) But we're ready to capture some behind-the-scenes magic. All right. Yep, let's do this. Awesome. Great. (laughs) Okay, well, are we back to nothing happening again? What do you mean? There's no magic happening. Well, I thought that first segment went pretty well. Oh, of course it did. That was magic, but it was in front of the scenes magic, like we always do. This conversation now is the behind the scenes part, and it's certainly not magical. Maybe we wait? Maybe. Or maybe I just don't look the part yet. What do you mean? Well, once I look like a cool indie podcaster slash documentarian, maybe magic behind-the-scenes stuff will just gravitate toward my hip indie orbit. I vote we just wait. No time for that, Chad. We need loose-knit beanies, puffy orange vests, and lots of flan. Somebody find me a baseball hat! Unfortunately, I do have all of those things. All right, Molly. We're off to go look the walk, so then we can talk the park. Or park the car. Or something. (laughs) Bye! Oh, Mitzi, be careful with that microphone. It costs more than my car. Yeah, those Bitcoin prices really took a nosedive, didn't they? Well, while Mitzi gets a wardrobe update, let's move on to our next segment. It's time for the scoop. Champ, can you hear me? Loud and clear, Molly. Who are you talking to today, Champ? Please, please save me. Wait, what? Help! Well, before anything too bad happens, it's time for a quick word from our sponsors. Grown-ups, these ads are for you. I want to tell you about our sponsor, Driscoll's. Driscoll's raspberries are a sweet and delicious snack straight out of the container that you can enjoy all year long. I shared some with my kids, Olive and Toby. What are we snacking on now? Raspberries. Driscoll's, the company, asked me to find my favorite people to split some raspberries with, and I wanted to share them with you guys. How does it feel to share them with me? Amazing. No. You know what I like about it? I get to spend time with you. Me too. The sweetness isn't just inside these Driscoll's raspberries. It's also in the moments they help make. Just add only the finest raspberries to make your everyday moments a little sweeter. Visit driscolls.com slash ATK to discover more. Raspberries, raspberries, you're so sweet. 
Hi, grown-ups. In our latest cookbook, Kids Can Cook Anything, we help you teach your young chefs how to cook anything, such as bike tires, fake flowers, even the concept of joy. Uh, hey, Chad, we don't literally teach kids how to cook anything. Oh, hi, Afton, deputy food editor here at America's Test Kitchen Kids. We do have 70-plus recipes in this book, but they are only recipes for food. Has your young chef ever wondered about the best way to chop an onion or separate an egg or even how to make fancy-looking chocolate pastry puffs for breakfast, an oven-baked chicken with teriyaki sauce for dinner? Kids Can Cook Anything, the new book from ATK Kids, answers all of those questions. Oh, wow. Plus, there's QR codes throughout the book that link to video examples, which make this way more than your average cookbook. But Afton, who's going to show me how to cook a bike tire? Hopefully, no one. Grown-ups, you can get Kids Can Cook Anything wherever books are sold or by going to atkkids.com slash shop. And we're back. And I guess Mitzi and Chad are still changing outfits. So it's time for the scoop. Take it away, champ. Thanks, Molly. Today, I'm here with Wilton, the apricot. Would you like to introduce yourself for us, Wilton? Please, please, champ, you have to help me. Wilton... What's the matter? Don't you see? Can't you see where we are? What's happening here? Well, we're on an apricot farm, and today the farm is preparing the apricots to be dried. You got to get me out of here, chap. It's horrible. It's just horrible. I'll do what I can. I promise. But for now, can you at least tell our listeners a little bit about what an apricot is? If I do this, will you save me from this horrible, horrible place? I'll save you either way. I just want to try and also get the interview, you know? Well, I'm an apricot. I am a stone fruit species from the genus Prunus, uh, a member of the large rose family and relative of palm fruits. That means you're related to cherries, peaches, and plums, right? Yes, they're my family. Can you describe what you look like? I look very much like my relative, the peach, though I'm a bit more of a yellowish-orange in color, and my skin has a bit less of a fuzz. And you mentioned that we're on a farm that's going through the process of drying apricots. Oh, yes. Can you tell us a bit about what that means? Well, I will try. See, apricots like myself are very delicate, We don't travel well, we bruise easily, so it's very common for apricots to be sold, dried. Dried? Dried. And that's what's happening here today? First, they... I can't. I can't describe it, champ. Can you please? Of course, Wilton. So... Hey, Wilton. Yeah, hey, Wilton. Ah, What are... Who are you? It's Fred. Yeah, it's Fred. Listeners, Fred and Fred are two dried apricot halves. How are... Oh, goodness, Fred! My dear old friend Fred tragically split in two! Uh, Wilton? Buddy? Calm down. Yeah, buddy, calm down. We're fine. We're totally fine. Great, actually. You... you are? Oh, yeah, we totally are. Being a dried apricot is great. It's... Not as horrible and demoralizing as it looks? Nope, not even a little. I don't know what demoralizing means. Well, Fred, this is great timing. We were just about to explain how apricots are dried. Care to help? We'd love to. So first, ripe apricots are washed, and the overripe and two smooshy ones are sorted out. 
How horrible! Not really. Many of those get used for jams and pastes. Oh! And then the rest are washed and put through a machine that slices them in half. Bar! Barrack! Not at all, Wilton. We're apricots. It doesn't hurt. Right. Plus, now there's two of us. Have you ever wanted to hug yourself? Because we can. Come here, Fred. Okay, Fred. Aw, oh, nice hug. Thanks. You too, Fred. Huh. Well, that does sound nice. So the apricots are sliced in half. Then what? Well, the pits are removed, and then all the apricots are flipped over so the insides are facing up. Because they release more moisture from this side when they're placed in the sun. Placed in the sun? Yep. They're left outside in the sun in order to dry out or dehydrate. That means most of the water evaporates from the heat of the sun's rays. Horrible! Just horrible! Are you kidding? It was lovely! Yeah, like sitting poolside and catching some rays. I took the best nap of my entire life. And I finally finished the book I've been reading. I gotta say, Fred, and Fred, you both do look pretty happy. Oh, we are. Yeah, being dried is great. But the whole process just looked painful and terrible. I mean, I definitely understand where you're coming from, Wilson. From the outside looking in, I can see why it might have looked horrible and scary. But I think sometimes things aren't actually as bad as they appear. Yeah, turns out being dried was one of the best things to ever happen to me. Me too. Sometimes when things make us scared or nervous, we can build them up inside our heads to be much more difficult than they actually are. Instead of being nervous about what something might be, sometimes it's easier to go and find out what it really is. And who knows? Maybe the thing you've been afraid of will turn out to be the right thing for you all along. You're right, champ. I don't think I need saving after all. Fred! Fred! Where does the line start to be dried? Hooray! Over there. Yeah, come on. We'll show you. Well, I think that's our scoop for today, Molly. Apricots are related to peaches, cherries, and plums. They're often dried, and sometimes the things we're afraid of aren't as scary as we might think. Back to you, Molly. Thanks, champ. All right, listeners. I think it's about time for our last segment for the day. Hello, Molly. Mitzi and Chad, you both look like documentarians. I look sweaty is how I look. I don't know why we're wearing hats and vests indoors. Because we're waiting for behind-the-scenes magic to happen. Duh. Oh, I'm getting a call. Sorry. Do you guys think that you can handle the next segment? Oh, well, sure. Okay, great. Sorry. Thank you. Hello? Yes, this is Molly. Weird. Molly never takes calls during an episode. Must have been important. I sort of want to take these fancy mics and go find out what's going on. There's a fine line between documenting and spying, Mitzi. Besides, it's time for our last segment. Hello? Kyle. Hey, Kyle. Hi, friends. Hey, where's Molly? And why are you in matching outfits? She had to go take a call, and we are making a behind-the-scenes documentary. About matching outfits? No, about the show. Anyways, Kyle, if you're here, then that must mean it's time for... The Sustainable Solution! That's right! So, Kyle, what are we going to be talking about today? Well, Mitzi, 
I'm excited to be back to talk about how climate change, science, and our theme ingredient intersect. Welcome to The Sustainable Solution. Today, we're going to talk about dried fruits. I know we've already talked about dried apricots this episode, but I have to spend some more time talking about them because dried fruits are very sustainable. In order to understand why, let's talk about fruit and food waste. All kinds of fruit can eventually overripen or rot and are then no longer safe to eat. This happens because of microorganisms, really super tiny living things like bacteria, yeast, and mold. And those microorganisms all need water in order to survive. Sometimes when fruits are harvested, farmers have too many fruits to eat and sell, and so some of them would rot or go bad before they could be used. These excess fruits would become waste and need to be thrown away. But... Here is where dried fruits come in to save the day. We already learned that when fruits are dried, water is removed from them. And since the microorganisms that make fruit rot or go bad need water, it becomes much harder for these microorganisms to survive. So thirsty. So dried fruit has what's called a longer shelf life. That means it can sit on a shelf for a lot longer without going bad. And this prevents food waste, which is very sustainable. Apricots aren't the only fruits that are dried. Raisins are dried grapes, and craisins are dried cranberries, and prunes are dried plums. Yummy! Plus, mangoes, pineapples, and apples are all easy to find dried in grocery stores across the U.S. Lots of other fruits and vegetables are sold dried around the world, too. And because these dried fruits help prevent food waste, they are definitely a part of the sustainable solution. Ah, thank you, Kyle. A lot to think about, as always. No problem. See you next week. Well, folks, I think that's all the time we have for today. And Molly is still on the phone. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Maybe we just go check on her. Yes! Testing, testing. One, two, three. Hello? Ah, Mitzi, don't yell into the mic while I'm wearing headphones, please. Okay, but it's all working, right? Hi, listeners. I am using our new super behind-the-scenes microphone, and we're headed back to our dressing room here to see what our friend Molly is up to. Oh, and the door is closed, which usually means she's on the phone. Right. Well, thank you. That is so exciting. Yep, I can hear her on the phone, but I can't make out what she's saying. You? No, which is probably on purpose. I'm not sure that we should be... It's fine, because this microphone is, like, spy-level fantastic. I'll just up the gain here. Not really what that means, but okay. I can't believe it. Right, I can hear her now. I mean, I don't want to leave ATK Kids, but this is such a great opportunity. Can I have a few days to think it over? <gasps> leave ATK? Mitzi, I'm not sure that we're supposed to be hearing this. Leave ATK! Ah, Mitzi, you cannot yell into the mic while I'm wearing headphones. I'm so sorry. Can I call you right back? Okay, thank you so much. Bye. Molly. Mitzi, Chad, what are you doing here? Molly. We were just recording some documentary footage, and this mic is really expensive, and... How much of that did you hear? Molly... Enough? I didn't even think that was possible. Molly, you can't leave. You 
can't just not be here anymore. Well, it's complicated, Mitzi. The roof would cave in. What will happen when it rains? You leaving would be like ATK without the K. It'd be AT, and that doesn't even make any sense, Molly. America's test sounds awful. We've been tested a lot lately, and now you're leaving and you're taking the K with you. (laughs) Hey, take a deep breath, Mitzi. I haven't decided that I'm leaving yet, and I definitely won't take the K with me if I do. I'm not even totally sure what that means. Molly! I know, Mitzi. I know. Molly. Listen, this isn't a fun decision. It's really hard to even think about leaving ATK Kids and this show. But sometimes decisions aren't fun. Some decisions are really hard and complicated and sad, and you still have to make them. Who were you talking to? And what's their home address? Mitzi. Who were you talking to, though, Molly? Well, I got an offer to start a new job at a different company. And it's a really cool job and a really interesting company. And I have to really think about it. You do? I have to think about it and talk it over with my family and with you all. But what's really important to remember is whether I stay or go, this show is going to keep happening. Forever? Well, no, not forever. Not forever? No, not forever. Mitzi, some things last forever, but most things don't. And some of the absolute best things in life are the things that don't. Like school, or a good book, or your favorite job. All the best things in life end at some point. And this show will end at some point, too. And that's okay. It sort of sounds like you've already made a decision, Molly. Well, I am starting to feel like it might be the right time for me to start something new. But I want to make sure you are okay, Mitzi. And that the show is okay, and all our listeners will be okay, too. You think taking this new job is the right decision for you to make, Molly? I do. Then so do I. I mean, you're Molly. You're right about everything. Not everything. Yes, literally everything. And so you must be right about this impossibly hard and sad decision, too. I hope so. I'm sure you are, Molly. And this doesn't mean the show is going to end. Oh, of course not. I didn't get any job offers, and I have a house full of cats to feed. We'll keep making episodes and exploring the fun and fantastical side of food. Like only Mystery Recipe can. And I am definitely going to stick around for the rest of season six. We're already at week six. I've got to see this through to the (sighs) cook-along. Sounds like a plan, Molly. Mitzi. Molly. Mitzi. Molly! Mitzi. Chad. What? Sorry. What, what, are we, what are we doing? We're just saying our names, no? Golly, Molly. All right, well, this has been unexpectedly emotional. Our listeners came here for apricots, and we gave them complicated decisions, and all the best things in life end. I mean, I can't imagine anyone saw that coming. You're right. We are out of content for today anyways. Listeners, we'll be back with more apricotty content for you next time. And I will definitely be here as host until the end of season six. And not a minute less, Molly. I really am going to have a hard time with this. Just let you know. And not a minute less. 
Listeners, at the end of the season, we'll be using all of our ingredients in a very special mystery recipe to cook together. Can you guess what it is yet? So far, we've talked about water, brown sugar, walnuts, oats, crisped rice cereal, and dried apricots. You'll have to keep listening to find out some more ingredients. If you love Mystery Recipe, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And if you like our show, feel free to share it with a friend or leave us a review. Give us some stars and tell us what you think about the show. We love hearing from you. Until next time, keep keep on on cooking. cooking. Mystery Recipe is hosted by me, Mitzi, and I am a starfruit, and Molly Birnbaum, who is a honey crisp apple. Chad Chennai is a writer and producer. He is a kumquat. Andrea Vavjan is a kanepa, and Katie O'Hara is a lemon, and they are both contributing writers on our show. Audio services are provided by Ultraviolet Audio, with sound design supervision by Matt Boynton. He's a nectarine. Scoring, sound design, and mixing by Chester Guazda, a banana, and additional engineering by Eric Gorman, a raspberry. Jonathan Roberts composed our theme music, and Jonathan is a mangosteen. Our director of post-production is Hen Margolis. She is a pomegranate. Our director of production is Diane Knox, who is also a dragon fruit. Fact-checking by Julia Arwin, a watermelon. Our executive producer is Caitlin Kelleher, and she's a blueberry. Jack Bishop is the chief creative officer of America's Test Kitchen. He's a mango. David Nussbaum is our CEO, and he's also a raspberry. Special thanks to our senior science editor, Paul Adams, executive editor, Kristen Sargianis, executive food editor, Susanna McFerrin, art director, Gabby Hominoff, deputy food editor, Afton Cyrus, Associate Editors, Andrea Vavjan, Katie O'Hara, and Tess Berger. Editorial Assistant, Julia Arwin. Photo Test Cook, Ashley Stoyanov. Test Cook, Faye Yang. And Managing Producer, Yumi Araki. This episode featured the voices of Kira O'Sullivan, Champ Hollins, Yorgo Severnides, Kevin Pang, Brian Green, and Ava Lee Wright. Thanks again to our sponsor, Dreskels. Mystery Recipe is a production of America's Test Kitchen Kids. Okay, that is officially the last behind-the-scenes episode we do here. I mean, you do have to admit, things got real. I didn't want them to get that real. I am retiring my knit hat, puffy vest, and baseball cap combo. You mean my knit hat and puffy vest. Why did you have an oven mitt-sized vest anyways? It's for my dog. Ah, that explains all the dog hairs. Yeah, sorry. No problem. Hi, grown-ups. I wanted to tell you a little bit about our newsletter. If you love the fun food content we share on Mystery Recipe, then sign up today for our ATK Kids newsletter to receive even more recipes, activities, and stories from me straight to your inbox. As a mom of two, I always try to include things that are important to my family, and it's a great way to hear about all the new things we are cooking up at ATK. 
Plus, every new email added will be entered for a chance to win three free ATK Kids books for toddlers through teens. We'll draw 10 winners every month while the promotion lasts. And we have some great books available all the time. Head to atkkids.com newsletter to sign up today for your chance to win. 